Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the dusty mesa, her looming shadow. Welcome to The World We Deserve, the officially unofficial podcast for True Detective on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And this is it, man. This is the start of the season. Uh, episode one. I got I to gotta know what you think. I, I was trying to think of like, the, the one thing that stood out in my mind is this show felt premium. Premium? I, I, and yeah, I, this afternoon I've been on a little mini Reacher binge, uh, that uh, show about the... I don't know, seven foot tall monster that solves crimes on on Amazon Prime. And I like that show, but especially this season, too. It seems like it's pretty damn corny. This show did not feel corny. This show felt I was trying to think I was trying to put it in like other like how true detective does it feel. I feel like it feels pretty true detective. But, you know, in the first season, I don't know that this show like really kind of hooked me and like became true detective until you get like what episode three or four, whenever you had the big like eight minute one that kind of really sucked you in. There was like, Oh yeah. Ooh, I like that. And Ooh, Russ Cole's pretty interesting. The psychosphere stuff. That's interesting. I, I, and the other thing I'm very curious about the balance between supernatural natural. Uh, but, but yeah, this, this feels like a premium product, uh, a premium, premium product out of HBO max. What what's your what's your thoughts one episode in? Uh it felt a lot more horror than I was used to in True Detective. True Detective always mm-hmm. has those very dark qualities to it, like grisly things and stuff, but this yeah. felt more explicitly horror. And I think I, I see, you know, what all the interviews were about where Issa Lopez is like I'm leaning into perhaps the supernatural. I'm leaning into the horror aspect of it. Because uh, it felt like a horror movie right from the jump. Yeah. But like, like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the uh, rationalist in a horror film where it's like, well, this is all easily explain- explainable, you know? Yeah. Got dude shaking and saying she's awake and <laughs> you got people running through hallways. Uh, people in the dark. can have yeah. a psychic, psychotic break and, you know, widowers can see their, with eight of them. can see their husband that looks like Doctor Who with long hair running around bare feet. I mean, it's it's the thing. Those things can happen. This is Alaska. It's been dark for three days. Okay. Yeah. Jodie Foster can pick up a bear with one eye and the, the, her partner <laughs> can see a bear with one eye in the street at the same time. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is some interesting connections here. There's also like what seems like the on the surface on on the face of it supernatural the the disappearance of the men and submergence of at least three of them in the, a sheet of ice and what seems to be very mundane which is the butchering of this uh, poor young uh, activist uh, Native American activist uh, woman Annie Kay um, and then like I was I was wondering if how they were going or if they were even going to connect them if there's just going to be some kind of like DNA helic, uh, helical structure to this 
season, but it seems like they might be explicitly connected with the uh, guy wearing the parka with the patch covering the tear. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the possible connections between the, the slain girl and the disappearance of these men? I kind of wish I hadn't seen the trailer because I feel like the trailer gives away a fair bit of of the connective tissue that they haven't revealed yet. And I won't say what that is, obviously, but there are some hints at it in this first episode and things I know that they're going to show us that I'm like, oh, okay, I see how all these things are lining up. I guess I'm glad that I'm missing the gene that you and apparently Pete Peppers have where like I watch a trailer. I'm like, damn, that looks dope. But I don't really think of it in terms (laughs) of like, oh, I've seen that scene. I've seen that scene. I put this like because I'm like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Usually I don't do that. But when I'm doing a podcast on something, I I feel like I have to. So I'm I'm looking for those pieces. Yeah. And I I see Jodie Foster rummaging around on the floor and i'm like oh i know where that's going i know the shot that that's going to give me eventually um and i see like pieces of a thing in some photos i'm like oh i know where that's going yeah Uh, but yeah i i I don't know i i'm very excited i think it does feel a lot like true detective even though it is a little more perhaps supernaturally uh perhaps horary it's definitely got that vibe of true detective well, we talked about this on reservation dogs that when you, you know, when you're dealing with Native American cultures, there's always a little bit closer connection to like supernatural things or that's something that's like, you know, open. That's a, that's a culture that's open for those things to happen. They don't have to mm-hmm. like explain it away. Um, so, yeah, um, but I'm still like I said, I'm, I'm the rashless and I, and I, I wonder because I was looking at a lot of different reviews last week when looking at the preview, and it seems like people think that this is playing straight down the middle in terms of like by the end of the season, you could probably make a co a cohesive argument for it. it's like it's all just people being delusional, people off their medication, people suffering from you know severe seasonal affective disorder, um, or you could be like, oh no, that's these are actually dark spirits that are trying to you know balance the scales of justice or, or wreak their vengeance upon the land uh however you want to interpret it and and uh i'm i'm kind of curious to see how how they can maintain that that tension because mm-hmm. um, i i just keep i just notice things like you see harry potter's mom walking out after a long or not mom aunt looking uh walking out after doctor who with his you know bare feet in the tundra and i couldn't help but notice that she never sees him when she's with other people you know, so it's like that's kind of a hint that uh, mm-hmm. there's there's uh, there's a reality here. Um, but uh, yeah, I, but the, the, you're right. The the one guy screaming, she's here, and then you see scrawled on a whiteboard, "We're all going to die," and then they're frozen. How the hell are they frozen in a yeah, that's a glacier or whatever? It's an interesting collective uh, delusion, I guess. If if somehow they all just decided, yep, the best place for us is outside. Uh, but yeah I I don't know man I'm interested to see how it shapes up Um, you can get that too like um, there's certain like um, yeah I I forget what is the the paradoxical undressing like when you're I think it's like in late stage hyperthermia where um, Mm. you know you start like you feel like you're burning up when you actually you're freezing so you start taking your clothes off to try to get and then you just freeze faster I wonder if there's some kind of like um scientific explanation for like a certain gas would leak in that would make people feel that way or yeah and what is its connection to ferris bueller that's what i want to know (laughs) 
Yeah, why was Ferris Bueller glitching? And also, was Jodie Foster being funny when she's like, I hate the beat? Like, it's is there some... Did she walk in on her husband uh, <laughs> fucking Stacey Chalmers to twist and shout or something? Because it, it felt sure. like there was some kind of, like, Pavlovian response to that song in particular. Yeah, she immediately, like, heard it down the hall and ran to it to shut it off. It wasn't... It wasn't like, you know, Stacy in the cell screaming where yeah. it's super annoying. It was just something that, yeah, almost triggered her for some reason. Yeah, that's what I thought so, too. I, I was trying to understand the relationship between... Is, is it Hank? Hank and Liz? Uh, Jodie Foster and then this other cop guy? Uh, Ex-husband I, and wife, it seems. Are they? Are they? Yeah, I, I think The way they were talking, boy. I don't think that is their kid. I think that's Hank's kid. So they could still be ex-husband and wife, but it felt to me like, because he said something about my dad. You wouldn't say like, to her, he said something like, my dad's going to kill me if he finds out. You would say dad's going to kill me, right? You wouldn't. My well, dad da- makes it very much more. Yeah, like, there's. Uh, so I, I, de- I didn't clock that. That's a good point because I definitely clocked the fact that her daughter, the one that's filming porno with the fifteen slash sixteen year old is also not her real daughter yeah she's not the bio mom but yeah she so, kind of maybe adopted her after something horrible happened to her father perhaps yeah. involving a drunk driver i i don't know yeah yeah um i'm 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 kind of curious so so you're saying none of those kids are hers i don't i didn't feel like it but I could be wrong about that for sure. I mean, it, it would be it'd be an interesting quirk to her character that she's like, you know, raising these these kids in her. But I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I've only watched it the one time. Uh, by the way, um, if you're listening to some podcast form or live, uh, we've got a, a little bit of a studio audience here. Um, go ahead and put your questions, your topics or your theories in the chat. Uh, our producers compiling them now as soon as me and Je- uh, Jim here exhaust our our supply of things to talk about the things we're wondering uh we'll we'll take your guys stuff in instant talk portion of the podcast um there's a couple of other things that now i'm th- I'm, I'm like kind of processing and i jotted down a couple of things we're watching the the cold open uh was very jesus and the swine you know this this hunter looking at this yes. uh reindeer caribou and then mm-hmm. they all i think just get a wild hair and limbing themselves off of a cliff i think they all die yeah I, but that never came back around and i'm wondering like what was so so that implies that something maybe was strange in the air or in the land that would cause mammal creatures to just go off and die yeah including the the people at this uh facility research station uh yeah and then along with the you know we are all dead on the whiteboard and like everybody's saying she's awake it seems like there's some some force out there that's causing people and animals to where was m night Shyamalan when the the night of this the caribou and the researchers because this is very the this uh, we need we need mark Wahlberg on the case here this feels this feels like a happening Uh uh-huh could be do you because it's creepy opening though i liked it I liked it too. It's very unsettling. It's like I said, it got gave, gave me that Jesus casting demons to the swine feel. Um, they teased in, in the preseason coverage, Issa Lopez, about the the connection, the fact that this is def- definitively set in the same world of True Detective. There'll be more connections than just just a Lone Star beer can, right? 
Oh, was there a Lone Star can? There at the at the at the research at the sciences, they're having themselves a little <laughs> Ferris Bueller party. That. There there was a, a lone can of Lone Star, and I'm like, surely. But also, oh, that is. would be hilarious if that's literally. Well, yeah, it's in the same universe. They got the Lone Star, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. No, there is. Uh, I I saw some things that maybe we can talk about as we get a little deeper in. Uh, that might hint at some connections. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, back with more Bald Move. Yeah, there's a conspicuous sighting of Blood Meridian, uh-huh. which I've mm-hmm. never read, but, you know, that's, uh, what is that, uh, Cormac McCarthy's magnum yeah. opus. Uh, and I hear it's just insane, so it's like, I imagine we'll get quite a few email tomes uh, this week uh, for the feedback section, because uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have read that. By the way, that's truedetectiveofbaldmove.com. If you want to send in feedback for the uh, for this uh, the, the full podcast out later this week on, t- on 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 Tuesday, and there was just a bunch of a bunch of stuff going on. It's it, it's they did a good job of making me interested in the case, but also doing a lot of other things, kind of explaining who these characters are, what their motivations are. Um, Navarro clearly motivated by a desire to see justice for women who are hurt, and specifically, I think Native women who are hurt. Um, yeah, up here in Alaska, uh, Liz kind of feels like just a no nonsense cop. Like I just want to, I want to crack a case. I'm not looking for the spooky shit. I'm not looking to reopen six year old cold cases. Uh, just doing my job. She feels like she. There might be a lot of like anger and resentment for you know the fact that she has like taken different people in, and you know maybe they're not. Yeah, it's like I just felt like there was a lot of repressed anger about uh, the way her life is is lived. And I, I kind of like that uh, relationship she had with Navarro where it's like clearly there's still a lot of affection and like joking and like, you know, for lack of a better word, ball buster busting going on there. But you can clearly tell there's some real serious beef and it kind of simmers throughout the episode before it boils over with all this like anger and resentment on both sides. Like, mm-hmm. W- obviously Navarro thinks that Liz didn't take the disappearance. Well, I guess it's not even her fault. The, the department, the, mm-hmm. the, the state officials, the governments didn't take the disappearance of this woman serious enough. And Liz, for her part, thinks that Navarro let that get in the way of a promising career. Yeah, she Except became for, obsessed with it, tried to take it too far, even when there was nothing to go on. Is a state trooper a downgrade from whatever Liz is? Seems an like ALF, an A, an Alpha, or APL, or I, for, I forget exactly what the the Alaskan provincial police PF. is. It police force? I don't know. I think it's APF. APF, uh, Alaskan police force. I, I wonder. Yeah, I what is the difference? Force. What's the difference that in the state? The state police. Uh, it I seems really like know. state police, like they are in a lot of a lot of states, are just uh, traffic enforcement. Because she's made <laughs> she made the comment about her uh-huh. 
scraping dead dead moose off the road or something. Yep. Dead polar bears. Yeah. You hit one there of those. Some people, I don't know. <laughs> people joking about this being the same uh, polar bear from Lost. I did. I couldn't help but you, you see a polar bear in a pilot episode of something. Now, obviously, it doesn't stick out quite as bad uh, in Alaska as it does in a tropical island. But yeah, it's got yeah. a. It's got a, it's got one eye and kind of like a star tattoo, like a mm-hmm. like a kiss. It had it. <laughs> it's like my dad. This my dad got out of the, the kiss Navy. army. Yeah, or, my dad got out of the, the military with a, a cross on his arm, and when he became mm-hmm. a witness, he went and he covered it up with like a fucking ice cream cone or something. I don't know, uh, but but this that's what this bear did. They tried to cover the Dharma tattoo with a star. <laughs> <laughs> like, a I don't want to be associated with Dharma anymore. That almost uh, ruined my career. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible for a human tongue to get calloused from licking needles? I I would assume so, yeah. Why not? I'm years trying to think and how, years and years. How many needles would you have to lick on a daily basis for your tongue to get a groove in it? I mean, it yeah, could happen. I, I don't know. It, but that's, that, that, that I think felt it's like three. something. We'd have to ask the owl. <laughs> yeah that felt it feels like it feels like something that's like my god is like what what is captain crunch what does a lifetime of eating captain crunch do to you if, if licking oh, a needle yeah. like the roof of people your mouth should study that my god um <laughs> we there's something we haven't talked about yet a ghostly apparition um it's uh or maybe it's a, a real life experience but navarro having a flashback to her time in a theater of war where it looked like she spoke to a woman with half her skull blown off. Oh, yeah. If you told me that could actually kind of happen, I would believe it. Like, I could believe... I mean, I've seen some wild shit, man. Yeah, uh, like the railroad tie through the head and they're totally fine, that kind of thing. Or like, you have people trying to, you know, like, trying to kill themselves and like will blow the entire front of their face off and they're still alive. It's like, the there's a lot going on in the human skull. It's not brain like you'd think and... But also, yeah, there was definitely some Gus Fring, like, there's no way. But I, I'm trying to think, it's like, was that a ghost or was that a real experience she'd have? Is is that where she got her kind of, like, revulsion to seeing violence done against women? Um, yeah, it's what she, it's the experience she starts to recount when she's asked why she believes in God. And that's interesting. I don't, I'm not even sure that this is a real person that she's leaning into here um mm. or if this person maybe died you know way earlier um in her tour and now she's seeing them and talking to them a lot like uh travis on the ice out there i don't know i don't know there there's so many things right there's a first episode so there's so many things they're just bringing up to remain open mysteries for now and yeah it, even even personal stuff like that um, I looked in between during the uh, intro. I don't know if we want to talk about that because, you know, True Detective is kind of known for its uh, all-time great intros. Uh, what did okay. you what did you think of the Billie Eilish? It's uh, it was it was uh, th- that's the thing that felt the least amount of True Detective to me, the intro. Yeah, that whole soundtrack is interesting. It, it's of a piece. Um, I'll agree with that. It's got like yeah. a like a muted kind of minimalistic sound to it. Uh, yeah. but it's, it's also very modern sounding, mm-hmm. uh, which is different from like the Leonard Cohen shit that they've done on the yeah. show before. Right. Yeah. 
I I will say I think I liked it. Um, the intro is way more explicit, I guess, than previous intros. It's usually a lot more sort of suggestive imagery in the opening of this show. Um, this time it feels a lot more direct with the case, like people screaming and and shots Polar of corpses bear, a lot, and a lot of stuff that came up this in particular episode, even you know. Yeah, more immediately relevant. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know that it's that it's bad. I, I think I like it. So while that was going on, I took the opportunity to look up something. Uh, I just want to look up the name of this installation. Salal, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm, mm-hmm. Apparently, that's that's a Hebrew word that means to become dark. Okay, and okay. it. This word has been used for almost 100 years, or like almost 200 years. It was first used by Edgar Allan Poe in the English-speaking world uh, to describe an island off of Antarctica, I think it is. Like this alone island is populated by these like cannibal, this cannibal tribe. Um, I think it was, it's, it looked like it was also used in a story by Jules Verne. And there might even be, again, I didn't have a ton of time to research this before the stream, but also it could, I, I think there might have been a Lovecraft some sort of Lovecraftian reference to this as well. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously there's some some arcane, some occult connections there. Is yeah. there any other thing that we wanted to point out before we get to the instant talk portion here? Um, did you find the episode very funny? Because I thought there were a couple of moments that were pretty funny to me. Uh, most of the f- the humor I came away with, I don't know if it's appropriate, but it's Stacy Chalmers. Yes, like everything about <laughs> Stacy Chalmers, I found like especially even there's someone in the town. There's like a building that she wrecked in front of, and is that fucking Stacy Chalmers again? It's like kind of sets it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she's just crying, blubbering mess, and I'm like, man, is Jodie Foster taking this a little too far? You know, this woman just went through, and then you get to the jail cell, and she's she's yeah, she's the obnoxious town drunk is probably going to kill somebody did, did you probably. i've heard that alaska the dui situation up there is out of fucking control uh yeah i can imagine probably can sparse imagine. population plus yeah. six months of darkness plus dubious economic pro- potential equals lots of lots of depression drinking <laughs> uh and everybody knows everybody it's like low chance of getting what, are, caught. are you really gonna arrest me like we had dinner last night you know uh well uh, yeah yeah i could see there being a certain amount of uh scoff law stuff going on up there for sure well if it's uh stacy chalmers answers yes we will arrest you um <laughs> yeah but we're only we're, we're not gonna like arrest arrest you right we're just gonna keep you in the drunk tank for a night until you sober up and then let you go there's other things I thought were funny. Like I felt like her ex-husband and hers relationship was broadly speaking played for comedy and like uh-huh. him played as like a real loser. Um, and it just kept on getting worse. Like I remember all oh, the mail order bride stuff. Y- yeah. Like, you know, she's making these, these jabs like, you know, you're taking blowjobs by Stacey Chalmers and he's like, oh, I, you know, I, I'm going to fiance and she's coming to visit for Christmas. And it turns out, yeah, she's a mail order bride and he's yep. got a room prepared for her. And it's like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, what What is the deal with him holding these case files hostage? Like Jodie Foster is the boss of this police department, right? 
I wonder if he came in and took her, or if she came in and took his job. If he was like the head honcho guy. No, because he's no was. longer the head honcho. So what the uh-huh. fuck? How? Yeah. Wait, right, Navarro like, was the chief of police. I thought it was her ex-husband. I don't know because there, there's a thing, the whole thing where they go at each other, and Jodie Foster is like, "Oh, you were here." The, like, right? She was on the force. To... I think she was the lead investigator, but I didn't okay, think she was. She the... was head in the the department. But even if she did come in there and take his job, mm-hmm. she has his job. How the hell can he just take yeah. case files and that doesn't seem. Yeah, I maybe no, that's it's just, a weird relationship for sure. Yeah, maybe it's like uh, like she could go over there and get it. But it's a pride thing, you know. She's got to yeah. use their son as a pawn uh, to some extent. Maybe, but um, I don't know. Some I saw some people in chat are questioning whether it's actually her ex husband. They had some sort of relationship though. Um, and apparently she for sure. came to Alaska and they met on the job and then they she fell in they fell in love. I think that's the story I understand. But again, I've only seen this thing once. Yeah. So and they don't give you all that information. Right. And they don't they don't hand it to you on a silver platter. You got to kind of I like that put the pieces together. I like when you have to do a little bit of forensic work on a show because mm-hmm. like why? Because I I'd much rather that than they just info dump it, you know, because like these, there's no re- these people know their lives. They don't explain it to each other. Yeah. You know, on a regular basis. So you got to kind of tease it weird. out. It would be weird. All uh, right. Uh, yeah, I think I'm about out of stuff I really want to talk about. Uh, so maybe we can see what the audience has to say. Um, yeah, it looks like we may have some clarification on some of these questions even. Uh, we're going to get to the instant talk portion of the podcast now. That's where we go to the chat and see what people are saying, what the how they're digging the season, uh, what they've noticed, uh, any things that they've seen or heard to go bump in the night. Uh, to watch our show live and participate in the live chat and get access to this portion of the podcast, you have to be a club member. Uh, that's the bad news. The good news is it's super easy. You go to support.baldmove.com. You can sign up instantly uh, and get access to this and many more uh, premium podcasts by Bald Move. Also, ad free access to our feeds. That's cool too. Support.baldmove.com. All right, let's get to the instant talk. Mm-hmm. 